Welcome to Dodgers Homestand, your behind-the-scenes look at what makes the Dodgers Stadium experience so special for baseball fans and ball players alike. A unique perspective on Dodgers baseball from someone who's there for every home game and who has one of the best seats in the house. And now, your host, the public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, the voice of God in blue heaven on earth, Todd Lights. Now that's what baseball is all about. Thanks for stopping by the PA booth here at beautiful Dodger Stadium where the Dodgers have just fallen 8-7 to seven to the Atlanta Braves. The first game of a four-game series pitting two of the top teams in the National League. The Braves currently with a record of 88-45. and 45. The Dodgers are 83-50 and 50 at this point. Still well out in front in the National League West. No matter what happens in this four-game series, it's not really going to affect the outcome of uh, who gets where in the playoffs, probably. But the Dodgers hope to be in either the top seed or perhaps the second seed, which might actually be more advantageous for them. A little bit more on that later. The winning pitcher, Spencer Strider, who threw really well tonight. Six innings pitched. He gave up four hits, four runs, all of them earned. Walked two batters, struck out nine. Gave up a big three-run home run to Mookie Betts. He threw 92 pitches, 61 of which were strikes. Lance Lynn took the loss. He went four and a third, seven hits, seven runs, all earned. Walked two, struck out one, hit one batter, gave up three home runs, threw 104 pitches, 62 of which were strikes, and takes his first loss as a Dodger. The big blow and the big inning was the second inning for the Braves. And Ronald Acuna Jr., one of the leading candidates for MVP of the National League, hit a grand slam after Lynn was almost out of the inning, but walked a batter, gave up a single, walked another batter, and then gave up that big grand slam. And then Austin Riley, the third baseman for the Braves, tacked on a solo shot for good measure to make it a six-run inning. But the Dodgers hung in there, and so did Lance Lynn. He, he went four and a third, and he did throw a lot of pitches. And that was good for the Dodger bullpen because you don't want to expose too much of your bullpen in game one of a four-game series against a team like the Atlanta Braves. The Dodger bullpen did a pretty great job. Alex Vesia came in for two and two-thirds innings. He did give up a run, but it wasn't earned. It came in on an uh, error by Max Muncy, a throwing error. And that proved to be the difference in the game, unfortunately. Victor Gonzalez came in, put up a zero. Shelby Miller a zero. Brewstar Gratterall in the ninth inning a zero. But the Dodgers just came up one run short and fall eight to seven to the Atlanta Braves. Big story tonight, though, for the Dodgers offense was Mookie Betts. He walked in the first inning and came around to score the first run of the game. And then he hit the big three-run homer in the fifth, followed with another solo shot in the seventh. Michael Bush hit a solo shot in the seventh as well. And Max Muncy hit a solo shot in the eighth. But the Dodgers just weren't able to get that other run across that they needed, although they had a couple runners on base in the ninth inning. Freddie Freeman drew a walk. Will Smith got a single. Max Muncy flew out, and then Kike Hernandez struck out to end the game. 
For Mookie, it was just an amazing game. He had his 37th and 38th home runs. It was the sixth multi-homer game of his season, the 29th of his career. And get this, his 51 hits in the month of August ties a Dodger franchise record shared with John Roseborough. And those 51 hits are the most in a calendar month by an L.A. Dodger. That dates back to 1958. So Mookie surely having not only a historic month, but a historic season. And he's right up there matching Ronald Acuna Jr. Pound for pound, hit for hit, home run for home run in the race for MVP. But I bet you Mookie will tell you himself, I don't care about MVP. I want to win the game. I want to win the World Series. Max Muncie, after uh, throwing a ball away that proved to be costly to the Dodgers, came up and got the Dodgers closer with a home run of his own. So, And he almost hit one out in the ninth inning. But he just kind of hooked it and hit it off the end of the bat a little bit. But you could tell that if he had barreled that baby up, this game probably would have been over. But it ended with that Dodger 8-7 loss. Freddie Freeman did not double tonight. And so he's still chasing Johnny Frederick for uh, the record for the Dodgers of 52 that was set back in 1929. But you can be sure that he is going to surpass that record at some point in the season. And back to Max Muncie with that home run. He extended his extra base hit streak, getting an extra base hit in his ninth straight game. And he ties a Dodger record with that ninth straight extra base hit game. So Max Muncy doing his part, and he continues to stay hot and continues to drive the ball. It's nice to see Michael Bush get his uh, first home run with the Dodgers in the seventh inning. So the Dodgers did all they could. They made some nice defensive plays. They did. They pitched well. The relievers did well and kept the game close, kept them in it. But that six-run second inning for the Braves just simply proved to be too much of a deficit to overcome because the Dodgers did trail this game by a score of 6-1 to one at one point. So we'll come back and do it again tomorrow. Game two of this four-game series. Julio Urias will be on the mound for the Dodgers tomorrow and we'll hope for a and we'll hope for a lower run total at least for the Braves tomorrow with Julio on the mound. So we'll see what happens then. But this is what baseball is all about. This was a bit of a slugfest, which I enjoy. A lot of people uh, like pitcher's duels, but I, I kind of like to see lots of hits, lots of runs scored, and I think most fans probably feel the same. But I also like to see a sharp, well-pitched game that's uh, close. And this game certainly delivered on all the hype that these two teams generate with the matchup of the two best records in the National League. It was a longer game than normal. Ran two hours and 52 minutes. Ending tonight at 10.03 p.m. We were a minute late on our start time. It's normally a 7.10 p.m. game, but the guys got out there a minute late, and the first pitch was at 7.11 under mostly clear skies, just some cloud formations over the mountains in the distance, 78 degrees and kind of humid. We had a nice turnout tonight on James Outman and Miguel Vargas' dual bobblehead night, 47,623. It was also Cal State University Dominguez Hills night, and it was a special ticket package where people that bought that package got this cool CSUDH bucket hat, and the first 40,000 fans in attendance received the dual bobblehead with Miguel Vargas and James Outman.
Our anthem singer tonight did a very nice job. Uh, she's a returning singer, a cancer survivor, and a recording artist based right here in Los Angeles, Callie Bevier. James Outman's wife, Dasha, threw out the first pitch, the ceremonial first pitch. And the Outman family delivered the words that are recited before each and every game here at Dodger Stadium. It's time for Dodger baseball. And it sure was Dodger baseball tonight. I don't think the Dodgers have anything to hang their heads about after a game like this where they battled back from a 6-1 to deficit. Yeah, Lance Lynn kind of laid an egg a little bit on the mound tonight, but you know what? He battled. He stayed in there. He kept the Dodgers close. The bullpen kept the Dodgers close, and the team kept fighting, chipping away at that lead. And they were in position to walk it off in the ninth inning. But Rysel Iglesias just made the pitches he needed to make and uh, put the Dodgers down with two runners on base. Our military hero of the game tonight was a U.S. Army Staff Sergeant by the name of Antoinette Smalls, also from Los Angeles. She joined the Army in 2014, attended basic combat training in South Carolina, and advanced individual training in Virginia, graduating as a petroleum supply specialist. Throughout her military career, she's held several positions and is deployed across the U.S., Europe, and the Middle East. And she had a beautiful smile out there as she was being recognized and had a lot of energy out there on the uh, third baseline as we thanked her for her service, sacrifice, and dedication to our country. And I'm sure she had a good time at the ballpark, just like all 47-plus thousand fans did because, boy, it was an exciting, exciting game. So we're not done yet. This is going to be a four-game series. As I mentioned, Julio Urias will be on the mound tomorrow, and then they have not announced a starter or what they're going to do pitching-wise for the game on Saturday. That's uh, to be determined. Could be a bullpen game. There could be some roster moves um, that will uh, allow somebody to come up from the minors, possibly Michael Grove. Uh, it's hard to say at this point what, what they're going to do, but they're kind of keeping it close to the vest until they have to actually announce who the uh, starting pitcher will be. But make your plans to join us. This is going to be a really great series. Could be a preview of the NLCS and some upcoming promotions to let you know about. There's an Austin Barnes bobblehead coming up on the 2nd of September. It's also CSUN night here, Cal State University Northridge. Another special ticket package that will have a bucket hat as the uh, giveaway there. But the Austin Barnes bobblehead is pretty cool. He's in his catcher's crouch, and he has a removable catcher's mask. So you can flip it up so you can see his handsome face, or you can pull it off and leave it off. But that's kind of cool that there's a removable uh, catcher's mask on that. So that's the 2nd of September. And then Rams Day will be on the 3rd, and they're going to give out a Rams Day blanket, and that'll be right before the Rams start their season. 9-11 will be Firefighter Appreciation Night. That'll be a special ticket package where they'll be giving away a special firefighter-themed crew neck sweatshirt. And on the 12th of September, it's going to be a Freddie Freeman jersey. On the 13th of September, Dave Roberts gets a bobblehead, and it'll be Dave sliding into second base, stealing a base in a Dodger uniform. And on the 13th, it'll be the Angel City Football Club hat giveaway. So lots of cool promotional items to be had if you make your plans to be with us. Just go to dodgers.com slash ticket packages or dodgers.com slash promotions to find out which games you want to see. As a matter of fact, I believe tomorrow is going to be a special Lakers night 
honoring Kobe Bryant. And then it'll be our final drone show, our final Friday Night Light show featuring drones tomorrow night as well. So I'm sure there might be some tickets available if you make your plans right now and get yourself some tickets to be out here to see the special tribute to Laker great Kobe Bryant. And then stay with us after the game for the Friday Night Light Show featuring drones. And if you haven't gotten out here to see a drone show here over Dodger Stadium, it's really quite a sight to behold. And I, I imagine that it's going to be somewhat Kobe Bryant Laker themed. And I don't want to give anything away, but since it is a Kobe Bryant tribute night, it would make sense that that would have something to do with the drone show. So join us, won't you? This is going to be some great baseball for these next three games against these two juggernaut teams, these two runaway freight trains that are heading right at each other. We had the first collision tonight, and it proved to be a good one, but the Dodgers fell 8-7 to to the Atlanta Braves. That's all I got for you on this episode of Dodgers Homestand. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Todd Lights, and we'll see you at the ballpark. Thank you for listening to Dodgers Homestand with stadium announcer Todd Lights, taking you behind the scenes at Chavez Ravine and giving you a bird's eye view of Dodgers baseball, both on and off the field. Join us for our next episode, and if you haven't already, subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts.